Laird. I'm Rafi. And this is What We Dig, the podcast about Toronto, great things, and uh, apparently getting a little bit upset stomach sometimes. Yeah, okay. All right. Let's get, let's get, it, let's get it going. Let's go. All right. We're let's just, bring on the heat. We're just going to jump in, literally and <laughs> metaphorically. We're just going to jump in there. So uh, anyway, it's, it's been a great little while. Uh, and Rafi and I, after a long time of us yeah. being able to go to concerts uh, regularly with each other, or we'd go every, you know, sometimes every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, at times, it was uh, after some of the, the children, some of the kids situation with me started coming in, became a little more difficult to get out to shows. A lot of husband points, huge costs there. Yeah. Uh, so we finally, after, I think the last one we went to was maybe a year before. Um, I don't even remember which one we went to. I don't to. remember the last concert we went. And like, again, this, is, this has gone from a relationship where we went all the time. So we finally got an opportunity. Actually, we were supposed to go to see Lewis Cole. Yes. And that was an that, unfortunate... Yeah, um, that... That didn't plan out. That didn't turn out <laughs> no. according to plan. You know, not not exactly. Um, yeah. But uh, anyways, we the short story. Of Lewis Cole is we ended up going on the wrong day. Uh, they ended up changing the day and the venue. Yeah. So, um, anyways, it was a little bit disappointing. Like after a year of not going. Yeah. But so we had I, some cluck clucks though that night. Wait, we we did have some cluck clucks. <laughs> And I, that that was fine. It was well. I was that was very sad eating on my part. Like I mean, yeah. I was I, I we had already known. I didn't know at that point that we yeah. weren't going to the show. Yeah. But I mean, it, it was comfort food for yeah. sure. And, and then we needed coffee to mm-hmm. settle down. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, or just to perk back up. And anyways, it's, it's brutal too. Having to do like a, I had a long drive yeah. to the city and yeah. then a long drive back. Yeah. But anyways, we digress. We ended up booking another show a couple of months later um, for an artist named Bayon. And Bayon, I've talked about, I think, on our channel before. I don't think I've talked so much on here, but he did just re- uh, release a, a really, really great album. Um, I'll probably even play some of the background as we're talking mm-hmm. here. But but his music is uh, really ambient, very pop, electronic, and his live performance is really cool. So uh, we actually ended up getting tickets to a show, and it's one of my ideal shows. I'm a bit of a... Yeah. A bit of a music snob, I have no problem admitting that. But I love seeing artists before they break at little teeny tiny venues. What was the venue's name? It was called the Monarch Tavern. Yes, the Monarch Tavern. And uh, the Monarch Tavern, just to, <clears throat> to give you an example, the type of show I like to go to is I got to see Gautier, um, the guy who sang Somebody I Used to Know, uh, literally a month before that song broke. And I was watched, I saw him at a, a really small venue in, in Queen West. And then his next show was much larger, and I wouldn't be able to see him. So wow, that song is too th- so two thousand. It, it, yeah, it is a little bit. But anyway, yeah. the uh, that's it, that actually also dates when I was going to concerts regularly too. But it's, it's late two thousands. But uh, anyways, we go to this. We're going to the Beyond, Beyond show, and we're in College Street. And, you know, we have our whole food thing, and we wanted to go and test out a couple of places. We had the option of hitting a pizza place that's right across the way called Batondo's, which is great. We had the option of just College Street as a whole, because Monarch is basically College and Clinton. It's just a little bit uh, of a walk from College and Clinton. So I posed to Rafi, where do you want to go before mm-hmm. we go to the show? Mm-hmm. And he talks about pizza, and I'm like, yeah, you know, pizza's okay, but, you know, it would be nice to do something else. Um, or something that we may have not tried before. Uh, and after a couple of back and forth, we actually land on wings, which we have tried before. Great choice, by the way. <laughs> Half price Tuesday wings. Yes, actually, the timing for it was spectacular. Yeah. Of all times. Both Raptors and Leafs playing at the same time. Yes, they were both in the playoffs. Unfortunately, one is knocked out at this point. Um, but they were both in the playoffs. And uh, yeah, we were able to get cheap, cheaper wings at a high-end wing place. We and got to. seats as well. Yes, got excellent so we could see. Uh, the night was starting strong. It was. Both games, uh, both teams were doing pretty well on that evening as, as well. Um, so you can see the reason why I made my choice. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because everything was going right. You got to play your hands. I, I, and actually, you know what? I think the games themselves played a role in Rafi's choice of where we went. Because, you know, he was a little bit, I think, disappointed that the show was on the night of two pretty important games for Toronto teams. So, you know, I, I thought, fine, we'll go and we'll watch the game. So we uh, watch some of the game and then we'll go to the show. So we end up going to Duff's. And again, Duff's Wings is one of one of our favorites. And, uh, and there's one at, uh, at College Street really close to there. And we ordered just regular wings. But I'm in the mood because I hadn't had something like I find the experience of having the Armageddon wing, given the amount of times that I've tried it. What so kind of I, wing again? Uh, it's called an Armageddon wing. Right. Right. Uh, the, given the amount of times I've tried it, I've tried it with my cousin playing hot wing roulette. I've, I've played hot wing roulette at that same Duff's with Rafi uh, mm -hmm. like a year or two in, in, before. And I've actually come like horror movies. Mm -hmm. I find hot sauce. I didn't like horror movies at first. And then yeah. I watched a bunch and then I almost crave them. Like mm -hmm. I like to watch them once in a while. And let's be honest, you're just training for hot ones as well. Maybe, yeah, yeah. But yeah maybe by, by some strange twist yeah. of fate, I end up on Hot Ones someday. Yeah. I, I will admit that's, how did you know that? That's, <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's a legitimate statement. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think, you know, I have a dream to eventually yeah. go to Hot Ones. Yeah. You've already done a reality show. and Exactly, yeah, yeah. it's just kind of like the next step. Next step yeah. uh, you know, obviously, I, I need to be a lot uh, bigger or yeah. more important to go yeah. on Hot Ones. But yeah. anyway, so I've actually started to enjoy the discomfort of two to three to five minutes after eating a stupid hot wing. So we're at the, the at Duff's, games are on, we're at a, one of those wooden tables, we, uh, we're ordering our wings, we get our wing, and you can actually or, order an Armageddon on its own. Yeah, so you don't just have one to, piece. Yeah, you don't have to order you know, a, a pound of them, you just can get one and your regular pound of normal wings. So we do that, and actually while we're sitting down, we see a wall behind, uh, behind yeah. Rafi that says, I think it's a wall of pain, yeah. that is called. It's called wall of pain, yeah. And it has uh, a list of names of people who had eaten something like, the top person ate 54 yeah. Armageddon wings. Yeah. I don't know why you'd want to do that. Yeah. And that's what Rafi was really questioning when he was seeing it. Yeah. And then you know what? It almost made us uh, more more courageous to yeah. take on the Armageddon yeah, ring. Somebody did 54, yeah. this would be a walk in the park. If some guy named Mark Smith can do it, why not? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. You know, we're both used to spicy food. We're both yeah. ethnic, yeah. right? So Actually, his name was probably Mark Schultz. Eh? Yeah. It, was, it was something like that. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I think they just had, no, they had their full names. You're yeah, right. I yeah. think they had their full names on the wall. So anyways, our, our Armageddon wing comes in. We start eating it, and immediately it's that five minutes of discomfort. Yeah. And Rafi, I can see, was a little bit less prepared for it. Yeah. I wasn't really as prepared for it either but you know no, it was i, I was I prepared I was for it into. no it, i was prepared for it, it was the sting you yes. you had water in your eyes yes and, and and but i was i was i yeah. felt very composed so i was like you know yeah. what i got this i will i admit, felt like i got this. i will admit rafi's composure was yeah. bang on yeah um when we were when we were eating it so uh he eats it we make it we, we make our way through it and now uh, we want to stop off at cafe diplomatico which is yeah. like a kind of a a milestone place at, at yeah. Clinton College just to go watch some more of the game, maybe get a, a coffee or something along the lines of that to perk up before and we go to the show. that's when it hits. So we're watching the game, and you know when you're out with a friend and that friend, you know, goes to the bathroom, you figure, yeah, they just have to go pee or whatever, mm -hmm. and you're good. Friend comes back, you continue talking, but you notice the tone has changed of the evening. Yeah. <laughs> you it's, a lo it's a lot quicker. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's a lot short, quick. Exactly. It's like yes no eye contact. <laughs> it's yes or no answers. Yes or no time. Yes, yes, I want to do that. No, no. Um, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, he was Rafi's normally very, very and he, engaging. And 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 usually, you know, when uh, that day was kind of chilly, it's kind of cold. It was a little cold. Um, but that friend all of a sudden starts sweating. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> During a conversation <laughs> that really shouldn't be drawing sweat, there's no, there's no awkwardness. That there's no heat around. But. Exactly, and it's a cold day. So, uh, anyhow, we're we're kind of ch- chatting, trying to watch some of the game. Uh, you know, getting into it when when some points are scored and goals are scored, and then Rafi again disappears to the bathroom. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, you know, on my phone. And it feels like one of those uh, those weird dates where yeah. somebody might be calling their friend in their bathroom, or or maybe they've developed a terrible habit that you might not know that uh, that they're doing, and they keep coming back. But he doesn't come in, come back looking any really different. Still yeah. relatively composed, maybe a little sweatier than before, yeah, yeah. and uh, a little more jittery. Exactly, it's getting worse. <laughs> this twitches. The responses become shorter and more curt. <laughs> Um, for for conversation items that we had, and uh, we finally make it to the show. And actually, I think I think he went to the bathroom three times, which again is like a bit awkward for uh, for going to a coffee shop. I mean, mm. I don't know what I don't even think. I think you just had a regular coffee or tea when we were there. Yeah. So we get to the show, and I'm super excited because a monarch is exactly the type of the monarch tavern is the exact type. So of was venue. I. I was very excited. Yes. It was a very beautiful venue. Yes. Yeah. I, I wouldn't use the word beautiful, but like ideal for. Yeah. Sorry. Wrong word. Beautiful. Yeah. It's the wrong. It, word. It's actually kind of dingy, but yeah. um, it's. Like it's a ideal, really small venue where you can literally touch the artist when they're on the stage. Well, let's not a- touch the artist. <laughs> 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 not that you would, but you can. can. Um, Whoa! And uh, and anyway, so we have uh, the we, we get in there and we're we're seeing the opener going, doing their thing. The opener mm-hmm. was cool, uh, and then the main act goes on. And right when the main act goes on, Rafi just kind of cuts to me straight. Like where I'm trying to chat him up about. You know, yeah. comparisons of other shows yeah. and other stuff like that. Because again, the Monarch feels like a place that should have stained glass on the windows, yeah. and it's kind of small. It's not really gothic. And, and by the bit. way, I, I cut it short because you know we were having real live discussions, and I realized I couldn't keep up a conversation anymore. No, his focus was <laughs> elsewhere. That's for that's for sure. Yeah, it's it's, as it's if, survival at yeah. that point. <laughs> uh, and he ends up going to the bathroom a couple of times, and he cuts it to me straight and says, "Listen, that wing." <laughs> That wing hit me hard. Okay, I think I might need to go home. Right? I don't. I don't know if I could stay out for the show. And I'm like, wow, that sucks. Uh, but uh, you know, you know, do your thing. I've we've all been there. I'd rather you be in a, a safe place. No, the, the the look I got from Laird was more like, yeah, I got kids. I understand. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I've seen this before. Yeah. Uh, and it's better that you'd be you'd, you'd be closer to a, a home uh, home base. Um, just the irony of it was is that another show, and actually one of the previous shows that we were supposed to go to a couple of years ago, was to go see Tame Impala. It was like a psych rock band, and I couldn't go because I had a stomach sickness. But I didn't go to the show in the first place. Yeah, this is more of like a twist of fate that happened mid mid evening yeah. after the trajectory was looking good. So. Oh, man. So uh, and actually, the worst part is, is Rafi was enjoying the show. I the first actually couple, made it made it two thirds. Two, yeah, no, you made it through two of the two songs of the main act. Maybe three songs of the main act. No, he played like an, he played like an hour to an hour and a half of music. See, that's why I'm saying I think I made it to halfway. I think. Yeah, I, I, I might have felt like that long to you, but yeah. um, it, it was probably three songs. Stop. Three songs. Okay. Uh, it was enough for you to like go. Wow, this is really good, or, yeah. or the timing was really good. Uh, actually, you know what? You're right, Rafi. You held out for longer than I thought because yeah. you said that you were going to go after the second song. Yeah, but I didn't. But you ended up staying for longer. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so Rafi and I had at the show on my own for the rest of the time, and that is what it is. It's a great show. Bayon is one of those artists that really should be more popular. Just hasn't either found their marketing niche or got the right management or whatever to get him out there, but... Great show, live looper, uh, had a live drummer with electronic. 
great organic and electronic together. Great show. But the lesson that's learned in all of this. Yes. Okay. After that story and hearing of Rafi's dismay is uh, maybe wings are the best idea if you're going to a show. Regular wings are good. Yeah, regular wings. But don't mess with the uh, yeah, with the Armageddon. No, and maybe maybe not. Don't try new things. Yeah, just stick stay, to stay st in your lane. Yeah, stay in lane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stay what's familiar. You know, yeah. go with what's safe. Uh, I think I think that's pretty good advice altogether. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but anyways, lesson learned. So yeah, no Armageddon wings for Rafi yeah. in the future. And you know what? I might even not risk it myself because yeah. sometimes, like my stomach is normally pretty good, yeah. but. You get caught with the wrong wrong, wrong thing, and it just it just changes. With the that said, though, I want to try it again. You want you want to try the wing again? Yeah. Not during a concert. No, night. not a concert. <laughs> no, okay. one that I know I can get home in a very reasonable amount of time. Uh, uh, like, like if it hits, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, no, it's time to go. Oh, That's later. actually kind of your clock to yeah. leave. Like, yeah, in oh, fact, so probably I even go see schedule an Uber or the Lyft right there. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Soon as it hits, the Uber, the Uber order comes in, so they're there within a couple of minutes, and you're home within the next few. Maybe, maybe you eat the wing after you pay. <laughs> you get the bill, you pay, and that's when you get your wing, and you eat that, and you, all right, see you yep, later. Yeah, time to go. <laughs> the clock's running. It was a very cleansing experience, I'm sure it was cleansing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you lost a few pounds uh, yeah. over the course of that evening. And I just remember to say that's a great diet plan, a <laughs> yeah. modern diet plan of uh, going with hot wings. Hey, looking to use it, lose a few pounds, mm -hmm. just uh, hit a couple of them, I'm getting wings. I didn't want to eat for days after that. That's the type that burns on its way in and out, too. Um, but, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, one of my cousins who, um, who did hot wing, hot wing roulette with me uh, had the same exact problem. Um, anyways, but he, yet he played again with me, which is yeah. funny. He played a couple of times. So anyways, uh, that's our story of, uh, of Bayon. Great show. Highly recommend Bayon if you have a chance to hear him. Uh, great to see in a smaller venue, and I really hope he actually gets a little more steam. In a way, my music snob wants him to stay small so I can yeah. see him in another small venue, but I also want him to um, to get bigger. But here's one topic that I want to say came out of that evening. So huh. I, I am pivoting here, but I'm talking about something else. Hmm. And what I'm referring to it as is is the concept of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Okay. So Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is a Elton John song. Mm -hmm. um, that's a great tune. Uh, and I always wondered, I always loved the tune, and it always kind of was an emotional song for me, and it resonated with me. Mm -hmm. And I always wondered why. Mm -hmm. And I kind of looked into it a little more, and it's because of the message in the song. Yeah. And the message in the song is basically about pursuing a fantasy life, mm -hmm. and then realizing that it's not for you, and moving back to your farm. Like moving back to what you know and what's comfortable, and almost like the safe play. And the evening of Bayon, and what I will say that was great about that concert was I actually got to talk to him and the opening band. And when I talked to the opening band, I was reminded on why I'm not in a time where I'd ever want to be a musician or like a being a, a struggling musician particularly because that's part of the journey. You know, there's not really much many people who are overnight successes that you know come, go from zero to you know, tons of fans or tons of, of business. Mm -hmm. uh, you normally have to grind it out for a long time and sometimes forever and yeah. it never actually ends up happening. And what struck me was when I talked to the opening band after and I forgot their name, they were a great band team, they were a great group of guys, but I asked them one question. I asked them, do you guys have a place to crash? And their response was no. And every fiber of me wanted to offer to have them stay at my house, but I was a little bit too far away in the city. And plus, you know, I have my family and kids, I'm a different 
different guy now. If I was mm-hmm. a guy who was renting a house and and had couches, I would have done it no problem. But I just my situation is a little different now. But it reminded me of when I toured with bands and why when I if you asked me when I was sixteen and I wanted to be if I wanted to be a professional singer or band or whatever. Uh, be a professional musician, I would say absolutely I'd want to do it. If you ask me in my early 20s, absolutely I want to do it. Um, by my late 20s, I would have said no, and now it's like hell no. no. I would never want to do it. Yeah. And it's because of that. We take for granted having a bed and a comfortable spot mm. to sl- just to sleep yeah. every night. Yeah. And that's part of the suffering for your art thing. Mm-hmm. So, And I don't want to discourage anybody who wants to be a musician or professional musician. Well, absolutely not. You should go through the journey. You go through it. But that's part of the journey. Yeah. Right? And you know, I'm definitely not a point in my life where I I want to not know where I'm sleeping. But you, know, you really appreciate it a lot more, though. Exactly. Exactly. And then you know what? I ended up buying merch from them. And I didn't buy merch because they had nice merch. I bought merch because that equals a meal for them. That equals a little bit more comfort. Yeah. So, you know, two messages that I'd say that come out of that is like, I don't know how you feel about Rafi, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it was really humbling. Yep. Um, the experience and it reminded me of why I may have not wanted to go down that path. And, yep. and that I'm actually grateful for the path that I've gone, <laughs> that I still get to do the stuff I enjoy. Yeah. But I still get to go to a comfortable bed. Yeah. Um, and maybe I might not have, you know, the fame or popularity, whatever, but I can still at least create art comfortably yeah um so yeah anyways if you're if you're ever at a show and it's a small opening band you know if you're if they're talking about merch if you are remotely like the band i'd highly recommend and you can afford it obviously um because 30 bucks to you and your regular everyday scenario is a meal like i said nice normally a nice meal out at a restaurant um that you might not do uh, and but you're helping this group out it's almost i won't Mm -hmm. say it's like a charity but it's almost like like yeah. giving no, to helping them up exactly yeah. right. so anyways I just want to talk about that piece a little yeah. more um a little more serious but it just was a great reminder and but you also don't have to be an artist to to experience that life or you know if you're not a guitarist or whatever and you're like yeah you know what I never get to experience it because I don't get to travel that's not it you can also put yourself out there you mm-hmm. know? I know a lot of friends who've done backpacking tours around South America and Europe and they'll tell you they had to stay some really questionable locations yeah very well, yeah. very tough places yep and uh but you know they, what they took away is again exactly what you're saying you appreciate when you come back the big roads that we have the 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 four-piece washrooms that you have the bidet that you have in your washroom you have a, wait hold, hold on you have a bidet no, I'm, I'm talking about people who do okay gotcha yeah, gotcha you gotcha know, yeah. you know the richmond hill people yeah. <laughs> i gotta make some of that richmond hill money get yeah, that bidet money bidet, yeah they got right, saffron right. in the house too though but. by the way bidets are so weird but yeah, anyways, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah what's, what's wrong with a sink and a, and a little splash uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all i need is a sink and a, a splash, splash. I, I don't need a jet yeah. going up there but uh uh, absolutely, that's a great analogy. Yeah. But I, I find that that's a different experience. So because most of the, like the friends that go backpacking, yes, they experience that life, mm-hmm. but they're not doing it for their living. Right. They they know they're going to probably be able to come back somewhere comfortable. Right. The band, it's like this is your career that you're kind of pursuing. Well, they're also very young. I mean, it's something yeah. that they're doing. It's not like they're forty and they're doing this right no. now. No, it's it's well, they're fairly young. They would say this band, yes, but there's other people out there yeah. that that have not given up on the dream and are still. 
still touring like you know, this. And there, always, there's always some sort of, there's always a popular, in the population, there's always some people. But yeah, I'm saying, yeah. in generally, when you look at bands, they're mostly young kids yes, who, yeah. are, who are going through the experience to enjoy it. Yes. And uh, that's, what we're, I think we're going to lead up to the conversation, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a good lead up. But, you know, some bands don't make it that far because mm-hmm. members of the bands will go, you know, this probably isn't the best life for me. I can, I'm a, I'm a science student. I really enjoy science yes exactly you know, or or i enjoy something else i'm going to do that as my as something that gets me three square meals a day it, and exactly, a roof, a roof over my exactly. head and stability the girl that i really or the guy that i really whatever exactly, like partner that you're you're yeah, yeah partner exactly yeah um absolutely so, yeah i'm not going to talk too much about how to break the band this week i'll probably oh. save that yeah um but yes that is definitely a factor for uh bands uh, splitting up yeah but by the way the bidet keeping up with the theme Keeping on the theme, bidet. What? The theme, bidet. Oh, uh, uh, was there? Was there a? a, a no, a theme of today. You know, is the bidet the theme? <laughs> no, you know how how we started the conversation with a stomach. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. keeping with the theme, bidet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'd be a circumstance where you'd probably need a little, uh, a little extra, a little extra, extra there, but. Uh, the next thing I want to then actually just to, just to tie that together, the reason why I brought up Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is because that's exactly what it's about, mm. is that that experience and what I experienced was almost not a farewell, but a, a, an understanding where you look back and you're like, now understand why I didn't necessarily want to do it anymore. Yeah, it was a good call. Exactly. Yeah, right? so, definitely. Um, and it's okay. Like, uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is you're supposed to be walking the, to the Oz, to Wizard of Oz. Uh, and it's supposed to be a fantastical place. Once you get there, you realize that you actually possessed a lot of the stuff that you you wanted in life, anyways. Mm-hmm. And you're willing to say goodbye to, to Oz and go back to your farm, right? Yeah. So anyway, so that's, that's just tying that together. Uh, two quick things I want to talk about because actually that was a uh, we spent quite a bit of time on that uh, in that situation. But again, it was a lot to learn that evening. Yeah. A very educational evening. Yeah. Um, is I, I find that so one thing I'm going to to pivot just a little bit, but. An interesting thing I found that, that happens in Toronto is um, Leafs and Raptors dynamic, hmm. okay? I find that, and don't get me wrong, I know Toronto's a hockey city, mm-hmm. like hockey first for sure, but in a time where the Raptors have actually had relative success, yes, it feels like they're the beater car, Yeah. right? And what I mean by that is, is that you have your nice car and you have your beater car. Right. Your nice car is the Leafs. Yeah. Your beater car... Which might even win this race, yeah. or is on track to win a race. Yeah. You treat like a beater car, right? Right. <laughs> so I found there was so much excitement around the Leafs and stuff like that, mm. and there's still a level of, but it's when they were both going, there was huge excitement for both. Mm. But once the Leafs dropped off, it's like, oh, I don't really care. I'm gonna go back to my job, <laughs> think about, uh, and stop watching the Raptors. Yeah. So like the the discussion around the office, and I want to get your opinion because you're mm. you're a guy who's a little bit more into sports, but I've just yeah. noticed that kind of dynamic. Yeah. And you know, why do you think that Torontonians? Uh, you know, obviously it's a hockey city, but why don't why won't they jump on the Leafs? Sorry, on the Raptors uh, bandwagon wholeheartedly, given that they're in the playoffs. No, I think they are jumping into the wholeheartedly now, especially now that they're the only team that's left in the playoffs. Yeah, I found uh, that there's like imagine you had a pool of a hundred people yeah. that were cheering for both. Once yeah. the Leafs got dropped, like forty dropped off. Yeah. And maybe that's just because of the sport. Not a lot of people follow basketball. Oh, okay. Um, you have a lot of older generation folks here, and the Leafs are. Uh, older club than, or yeah, actually they are, yeah, definitely. Yes, they're oh, old, no, they're, they're much, much older, older yeah, than yeah. the Raptors are. But see, that, but that's a good point though. Like, I wonder if the trend continues where the Leafs are not as great, mm-hmm. uh, and the Raptors are always that dominant force, or, that or contention, always yeah. in contention or whatever. If they remain that way, um, I wonder if 
in 10 to 15 years, you'll see a shift. You'll yeah. see a shift where people stop going to the Leafs. They're like, ah, you know what? I'm tired of the Leafs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they would rather go to the Raptors game. You know, actually, what's a great example is the other way around. When you look at New York. Yes. The Knicks. Yes. Are they're big huge. Deep. Yeah, yeah, they're huge. Um, would you say the Rangers are equally? No, uh, maybe, not so maybe much. not. Maybe yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if the Rangers made it towards the World Series zone were contention, yeah, they'd be a bigger deal. But yes, they would uh, still Rangers, not be the, the uh, New York Rangers are the NHL. Sorry, NHL. Sorry, yeah. sorry. So the Yankees, but, but yeah, but yeah. Uh, you, you're right. You're, yes. you're the right frame of thought. Like that, you know, if the Yankees are playing, the entire city probably shuts exactly. down. Exactly. You know, everyone exactly. supports the Yankees, whether the Knicks or whoever's playing. But the Yankees are also a classic team. They're technically older, exactly. too, right? Exactly. So, I think that's my yeah. point that I try, try you, to make. You're more saying, like, it's, it's driven by legacy. Legacy. You're right. Yeah. That's probably the best way to put it. Yeah, so, like, that makes a lot more sense. It's just a little sad because you, you want to see more support. And, and, the, and the legacy is not just because I think Toronto is, like, a really Toronto team. That, that this is a four-one-sixteen. team. It is definitely. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the Leafs, on the other hand, I feel is more of a Southern Ontario. Yeah. Team. Or like even just I'd say Central Canada. Like if you, uh, yeah, not, not as far as, as Winnipeg, obviously, but I'd say Ontario yeah. as a whole. Yeah. Like if you're gonna follow somebody, that's yeah. gonna be probably who you support. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And actually, I've noticed that trend outside of the city is that there's been when I visited other areas, there's actually a lot of support for yeah. the Leafs. Yeah. Um, I think Ottawa is more regional. Maybe Kingston, Ottawa area is more Ottawa. Ottawa, exactly. Uh, and you'll the get Senators get love. There, you'll get some Habs fans there too. You'll get some, yeah, some see, yeah you're right. I think they get more Ottawa. Habs fans. Um, I, I absolutely agree. Yeah, so it's. Uh, I actually think Ottawa Senators are a buffer zone for Habs and the Leafs. That's what true. I mean by, by that is a lot of Habs fans go there, yeah. a lot of Leafs fans go there yeah. so just to get their fix. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then it's kind of a middle ground for both fans yeah. to, to cheer for any, uh, one side. If, if, the, if, if the NHL were to change their rules and the monopoly was broken, and all of a sudden, the Leafs were fi- fighting off against the Markham, whatever, <laughs> you know, like yeah. or or like the Kitchener Waterloo Guelph, yes, state yeah. hockey players, whatever. Yeah, uh, I think you would see a big shift. Yeah, yeah. And I think the Leafs are they should be worried because with the growing population, they can't keep that one club like, model. Yeah, going. yeah. They, they need more teams out there. I mean, even yeah. the support they, they need have. Com- competition. They're too relaxed. Yeah. How can you have, I mean, they made the playoffs the last two years, but before that they made, what, four years they didn't make the playoffs? No, actually, I don't, think, I don't think they made it last year. But anyways, yeah, they made it this year. I think so. they made it last year. But, but the last, before that, they didn't make it for four years or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the time, Air Canada Center or Scotiabank Arena was always sold out. The season yeah. ticket holders would still buy it. Yes, yeah, yeah. And they were a losing team. And so I think that you won't see happening as often I think yeah if you th- if you throw in some more competition there's more incentive for them to be like an actual winning team yeah. or a contention team and not just like tossing stuff away but mm-hmm. anyways I thought it was kind well, of the Raptors are getting love though a lot they, more love man I, I they, agree they, they are they're e- coming. even just that area Jurassic Park yeah. itself yeah you, you have is, an entire generation of kids who are growing up just watching Raptors they're, they're not into the hockey uh, hockey is also really expensive to play not a lot of kids, kids play can it. play it yeah, yeah so it's, and the tickets are really expensive yeah. too. Like Raptor tickets are aren't cheap either. But. If you're talking about sports marketing market here, also Toronto, the TFC coming in, they're taking a share of it yes, as well. Yes, they are. So and I, I love TFC by yeah. the way. But we'll, we'll talk about that uh, yeah. in, in another episode. That's one of if if you don't know what TFC is, it's a it's a soccer team within yeah. within Toronto. Taiwanese but fried chicken. It's, it's 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 also Taiwanese fried chicken, uh, but it's a it's a Toronto football club. Uh, so, anyways, I think we're we're running a little low, little low on time, so I'm going to mm. jump into. I didn't get to show you a sample of the artist that I'm talking about this week. Oh no! Um, I, I thought you were going to talk about that that uh, Dominic Pike. 
No, uh, Eminem and Logic. We can. I mean, I'd, I'd rather. I can't really play a sample of that. There's a lot of a lot of bad language within there. Oh, is it? Um, but it was. But did you listen to the? Eminem? No, I hadn't get. I was going to okay. listen to it. So we'll save it. Yeah. For for next time because it it was. I, I'm really interested to know your opinion because you were a lot more cynical about both of those artists. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I am I'm definitely a stand pun intended for both of those artists. Yeah. Um, but anyways, just an interesting dynamic. There was an Eminem uh, Logic release recently. But what I'm the artist I want to talk about today is uh, uh, an artist named MKG. Mm-hmm. He's a guy from, and actually I think it's pronounced McKee, McGee, but it's M, the letter M K dot G E E M K G, and he's a guy from uh, New Jersey. Oh, not Machine Gun Kelly. No, that's MGK. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, sorry. <laughs> See, I, I think that's why stuff. I want to call him MKG because okay. it's MKG. like MKG. Got it, got it, got it. Because yeah. it's uh, it's like MGK, but yeah. like just reverse order of the letters, but. Anyways, he's a guy from uh, from New Jersey. He moved to California. He's got like a mixture of of R and B, jazz, rock, electronic, kind of pop, a little bit funky as well. I find he's a little bit Prince influenced. Uh, really, really young guy. I checked out their their Instagram, and they're like kids, man. Mm-hmm. But they're making, and I found this with Tame and Paula as well. Like when I first listened, they were young guys, and they're making like epic music or just great stuff. Mm-hmm. And MKG has this kind of like wobbly noise to it. Like it's it sounds imperfect, but it's done well. Mm. Like it's this interesting mix. Plus, it's a little dancey at times. It's a little bit emotional. It's uh, and actually, to pull this full circle, I I heard MJK MGK. You know, now you're messing up. Not Machine Gun Kelly. MKG. MKG yeah. or McGee for the first time at the Bayon concert. Oh, nice. So it was one of the you know when you're at a show or in a location and music is playing mm-hmm. and you Shazam. He was one of the people that I shazam, one of nice. the people that I kind of checked out. So and then I did a deeper dive, and the album's brilliant. Yeah. So definitely, I'm trying to think of the, like the vibe. I I, I, th- I find uh, with MKG, uh, the vibe is is morning. So morning wake up, morning slow rise. Yeah. Not Sunday morning easy. No. More like you're about to start your day and productive. Exactly. Yeah. But it, but it kind of eases you into it uh, gently, uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to listening to some metal first thing in the morning. Yeah. You really like jacked up. I, mean, uh, <laughs> I want six coffees right now. Yeah. Six coffees. Yeah. Uh, whereas uh, MKG is more like, oh, I'll pick up uh, my, my tea when I get into work. I'll be good. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, really, really good artist. Uh, check it out. Here's a little bit of sample of MKG. I can give up on my precious time if maybe you could give me a try.
that was MKG or McGee. Now, you know what you just reminded me of? What's that? UGK. Probably yeah. want to listen to them. Too. Yeah, been a while. Yeah. UGK is a classic. Mm. I think they're, st- they're not making it stuff anymore, are they? I don't think so. Yeah, I think that era is, yeah. is, is uh, but it was a good era. Uh, that was like late 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. UGK? Yeah. 90s? Yeah. Uh, 90s? Uh, I, I think, ni- well, maybe 90s through 2000s. Fair enough. Okay. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, anyways, uh, MJK, MKG or McGee. But uh, anyways, we're, we're, we're a little bit out of time today. We had so much more to talk about, but don't worry. We will be back with a, another podcast soon mm-hmm. to fill in some of those gaps. What are our lessons for today, Rafi? You need a bidet. <laughs> <laughs> you need you need you definitely need a bidet. You need Why? to you need to cop a bidet yeah. for emergency situations. You do. And we're <laughs> yeah. I, what, what, keep wet nap uh, wet napkins. And all that. <laughs> what, what are they called? Wet naps. Wet naps. Yeah. yeah wet yeah, naps. Wet naps. Uh, wet naps. Uh, make sure you have some Rolades or tums available yeah. uh, for any emergency. Yeah. Um, I, I was I was thinking more of the the moral of the story here is to um, probably avoid Armageddon wings yeah. if you're going to a That's symphony. Not oh, if I'm going to a symphony, yeah, probably. If you're going to a yeah. symphony or a show, yeah, fasting that day, or to see uh, or to see uh, a three-hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> probably shouldn't have a, an Armageddon before. No. And uh, and be grateful. If you always dreamed no. of being a artist or a, you know, a huge art, recognize that there's hundreds of thousands or millions of people who are pursuing the same thing, and don't give up on your dream if you want to do it, go for it. But, but reco- don't live with, live with regrets and stuff. Exactly. Like, yeah. If you end up having to say goodbye to that yellow brick road, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Find peace or find art in your own time, mm-hmm. and chances are you'll be able to afford it better and enjoy it more. And enjoy it, and, and yes, exactly. Because you're not able to do it all the time, you take it you take it for granted if that's yeah. the case. So the times that you do get to enjoy it and to indulge in it, it's so much more fulfilling. Yeah. Uh, and then at the same time, you can still go for it, even if it's a, it's a side hustle. Mm-hmm. If you make great art, you can still sell paintings. You can still, mm-hmm. uh, you know, make a great album that might catch on. Maybe you're that's actually kind of Ray Lamontagne's story. Yeah. Um, his story is he was like a like a, a manual worker, a blue collar guy who made music and uh, somebody discovered him and all of a sudden he became a, a huge kind of touring artist. So, you know, he... So, so I have a quick story. So uh, just, just to add to that, we went to Miami to, um, for vacation and mm-hmm. we went to this jazz bar and the group that was playing in the jazz bar, and this is just a great example, was these, uh, you know, middle-aged men, about f- six of them, and they were touring the Florida, Florida area, South Florida area, and they were playing a spot in this jazz bar. So what we found out about them is most of them, uh, so, so by the way, this jazz bar quartet, whatever, or it's not, it's not four pieces, it's a lot more than that. But anyways, yeah. this, just, this jazz, jazz bar band, they were uh, playing steel drums along with- Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and steel drums, uh, not to sound crazy here, but they were all white guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suits, which <laughs> no, is very different. I've yeah. never seen that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, 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 I, I, got, I got a chance to talk to them. Mm-hmm. They're from Chicago, and in Chicago, there is no market for steel, steel drum. drum playing a bunch of white guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> these guys are all actually. I don't know if there's a market for steel drum playing in general in Chicago, but yeah, yes, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, these guys are actually uh, doctors. Oh wow! They're th- th- when they were introducing themselves. They're I'm doctor. Blah blah blah. Yeah yeah. I am 
and other PhD. So apparently, um, it doesn't remove being pretentious. Yeah. Well, no, well, no, no, no. I'm just joking. It's yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're you're right. They were, but you know, at the same time, I could have just been Mike or no, I'm Doctor Mike. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the other person was a banker. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, that person was he said Mister. But I mean, yeah. I, you know, whatever. If yeah, you're yeah. a doctor, you're all yeah, 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 yeah. You earned it. Yeah, you yeah, earned the title. Yeah. yeah uh, could be PhD, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> You might not be practicing. It might just be studied, yes. Point I'm trying to make. This is the, something they do every spring. Mm-hmm. They tour the keys. They play. That whatever they play, whatever they make, ends up paying for their cost. Oh, nice. They bring all this equipment. The equipment is huge. Yeah, and you chances know. are they can afford that equipment yeah. because of yeah. the, you know their professional jobs, yeah. right? And that's their break. So what exactly what you're saying. It's like a vacation. Yeah. It's like so camping. Long story short. Absolutely. So, yeah, anyways, that's again, don't give up on your, your dream. You can still yeah. do it. It's still out there. But, you know, enjoy the comfortable bed if you were lucky enough to have a comfortable bed. Enjoy knowing where you're going to sleep. Enjoy being able to pursue a partner. Enjoy all the, the things that come with what people would refer to as the everyday life yeah. of saying goodbye to the yellow brick road. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's okay. And you can even go back to it if you want. You can, you can still take a couple of steps down the yellow brick road at, at a different point in your life. It doesn't have to doesn't have to end there. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, we're going to wrap it up there. We, we are at time. I want to say thank you to everybody, um, the dozens of folks uh, that have stayed at the end of our the, those Those 12 bots. Exactly. Listening to us. The 12 machines that are um, reading what we're talking about and setting us uh, ads that are related to our yeah. topics. Yeah. Um, but uh, we want to thank everybody who listens to our podcast. Uh, lot, lots more to come. Uh, and if you want to check us out, check us out on our social media. We have a YouTube channel under What We Dig Today. We also have Twitter. We have Instagram. Uh, head us up there if you ever want to reach out. Uh, but otherwise, my name is Laird. I'm Rafi. And we will see you next time. 